Walking is one of the best forms of fat loss, but no one will talk about it. Why? Because it seems too easy and it's too good to be true. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Connected Coffee Chats podcast. During each episode, I'll be bringing you insightful topics, raw, honest, and meaningful conversations. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast if you've enjoyed this episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Connected Coffee Chats podcast. First of all, Happy New Year! Happy New Year, guys. It's January the 2nd by the time that you're listening to this podcast episode. Like, holy crap, we're in 2020. The energy definitely feels different. I feel that. Um, yeah, let me get like, let me know on Instagram on the page for the Connected Coffee Chats podcast what, how you're feeling, um, how the energy of 2020 feels like for you. But yeah, I'm feeling that 2020 energy. Um, it's a new year, it's the start of a new decade, and I'm really, really so excited for 2020 and all that it's gonna bring. I'm really excited. Um, my kind of theme word for 2020 is thrive. Like we thrive in all year long. That's my theme word for 2020. Do you have one? Um, let me know on Instagram as well. If you have one, I don't tend to do new year's resolution because I I just, I don't know. I don't do it. I stopped doing them about like three or four years ago. Um, but yeah, let me know if you have a New Year's resolution or if you don't do New Year's resolution. But let's talk about this week's episode. First mail that I bring on the podcast, it had to be a special one. Um, it had to be like a juicy episode. It had to be an informative episode. So I'd suggest you grabbing a pen and paper because this podcast is very, very informative. And if you're driving, listening to this, come back, re-listen to the podcast again and take notes. And if there's any questions that you guys have, feel free to reach out to Nate. Um, he's a really, really nice guy. And can I just say we're family? So <laughs> he's my cousin, but um, Nate's helped me tremendously, especially during the start of my fitness journey. Um, he was the one I would go to for advice, for help. Um, he's created workout programs for me as well. So I wanted to bring him on to the podcast because it's the time of the year where people are like, okay, I'm going to start back up again, new year with my health and my fitness and time and time over again. Like, it's really sad for me to see people just like fall off or like, not go through with it so I wanted to bring him on as he's had over 13 years of experience in the fitness world and just to kind of give you guys some tips going into the new year if you wanted to live like a healthier lifestyle or if your goal is to lose weight or just to kind of give you some tips let's say you started off on your fitness journey and you've fallen off and you keep falling off time and time and time over again then you're gonna want to take notes and pay attention during this podcast episode but yeah, that is it. I'm going to let him introduce himself on the podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast episode. And if you do, take a screenshot while you're listening to the podcast episode and share it. I really appreciate that. And also rate and review the podcast if you're on iTunes. Um, it helps your girl a lot and she appreciates it. But that is all for now. Oh, 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 oh. Also, I didn't even mention. Let's wait. Hold on. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Did you guys like the intro the podcast received? Like the podcast, a mini makeover. So we got a new intro. Yay. Let me guys. Uh, let me guys. Whoa. Um, yeah. Let me know what you think about the intro. I really like the intro. I wanted to just keep it nice and simple and to the point. But yeah, that is it for now. Now let's dive in into this week's podcast episode. I love how we're both drinking coffee. Like, I love that. Yeah, because I made it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's get into today's podcast episode. Um, So who are you? Who, who, like, guys, I'm not on here alone uh, today or this week, I guess. But I have another guest on the podcast. So tell us who you are. I am the great. I am the powerful. I am the indestructible Mushu. Just joking. My name is Nathaniel Agoye. I am a personal trainer. Well, that's what I do for work, but that's not what I am. I work as a personal trainer. I also inspire people to change their lives. I'm a husband and to a beautiful woman and 
I'd say that's about it as for who I am. I'm just going to leave that for the introductions. Nathaniel Agoye is simple enough. If you know him, you know me. Hey, okay, guys. So, yes, guys, I have Nathaniel on, and we're actually cousins. We're family, right? I was trying to keep that right? on the low low. <laughs> I was trying to keep that on the low low, but uh, surprise, now you know. Yeah, she's my cousin. Yeah, we're family. But guys, I only bring on like dope ass podcast guests on the podcast, you know, like, and I started off with you. That's an honor, hey? It really is. I'm very, but, very but happy. You're actually like cooler than them. I hope they don't hear this, but. <laughs> I'm, jo- said it, not me. I'm joking. I love you all. I love you all. Shout out to my cousins. I love you all. But I'm the favorite. I didn't say it. He said it. But she knows it. (laughs) All right. So in this week's episode, I decided to bring Nate on here um, just because he has like years and years of knowledge, um, especially in the personal, not in the person, what am I saying? Especially in the fitness industry, he's competed, he's worked with a lot of clients um, to help them achieve their fitness goals. And I know right now, um, by the time you're listening to this podcast episode, it's January, everyone's trying to get their shit together, um, they're trying to get back on with their fitness and everything. So I just wanted to bring him on to kind of give you guys some solid tips to help you with like your New Year's goals in terms of fitness, um, things to avoid, things to look out for, things to do. So that way you're not repeating the same cycle that you did from 2000 or from whenever you were born over and over and over. It's 2020. It's a new decade. Um, So yeah, so let's start off with what advice would you give to somebody right now? It's January. They're like, they already got their gym membership. They already like got their brand new shoes and their goal is to lose weight. What would you say, like, what should, where should they start off? What should they do? Um, so that way they're not off their bandwagon by February 14th, because usually by Valentine's Day, people are done. They fall off their fitness goals, and it's actually really, really sad. So what would you give to somebody who just kind of wants to, they're really serious, they have the best intentions, but they don't know where to get started? Well, I'll say um, what are the best pieces of advice I can solidly give now after years of um, just watching the trends, you know, like she said, most people by by Valentine's Day, the gym is usually quiet. And I see this because people's goals are not um, the most important or they're not very realistic. So um, a goal of wanting to lose weight is where I would start. Instead of saying you want to lose weight, um, I would say some, you know, make your goal a little bit more realistic because Weight is just your relationship with gravity. It's you standing on a scale and gravity, 9.18, 9.81, whatever, you know, just tells you, hey, this is, and spits out a number and tells you that's how much you weigh. Um, it doesn't tell you how much muscle you're holding. It doesn't tell you how much fat you have. It doesn't tell you how strong you are, how weak you are, how fit you are, how tall you are. It doesn't tell you anything. So my first thing that I'd advise people is, um, let go of the weight. The weight is not the only determining factor. And if your goal is to lose weight, make it more realistic. Um, don't make it, you know, lose, saying I want to lose weight is like, I want to get a car. Everybody, mm-hmm. you know, you want to get a car, but what type of car? Mm-hmm. Do you want to get an SUV? Do you want to get a coupe? Do you want to get a sedan? You know, do you want to get a luxury vehicle? So when you want to lose weight, what are you trying to say? Are you trying to say, you know, you want to sculpt your body? Are you saying, you know, you want to be able to run longer? Are you, are you saying you want to be able to fit in those new jeans? Are you saying you want to be, you know, you want to look a certain way? You want to have a swimmer's build, a gymnastic, a gymnast build? Like, what are you trying to say? Because weight is just weight. It's just a number. If you lose 20 pounds, uh, does that mean you're stronger? Does that mean you're fitter? I mean, it's, you know, and I see this happen all the time. People get fixated on a number. Guys as well, too. You know, guys want to bulk up and then they end up, um, you know, gaining an unnecessary amount of fat and, you know, wondering why the muscles aren't popping. You know, they ate so much. They did the bulk. Um, so don't just focus on the gaining weight or losing weight. Um, make it more more realistic, more 
specific, you know. So, for an example, using the car analogy, rather than saying, I want to get a car, you know, you can say, well, I I'd like to get a, a four-door sedan that has a good, great fuel economy, you know, is within this price limit. So now you're actually setting, setting more and more standards. You know, it's within uh, 20000 to $30,000. And, you know, you can even, to make it even better, set a deadline. You want to have it by March. So now I'm coming back to the weight thing. You'll say, you know what, instead of saying, I want to lose weight, because that's very, uh, that's very abstract, you can make it more specific by saying, I want to be able to lose about five pounds or 10 pounds of fat and hopefully put on, you know, five pounds of muscle. And, you know, that's the thing. If you do the math, it ends up being about a five pound uh, weight loss gain. So once again, I don't like playing with that numbers thing. A better thing to say is, so just, you know, using that as an example, once again, my example would be, I want to be able to fit in uh, a t-shirt one size smaller than I am. I want to be able to, um, you know, do up my belt notches, two notches tighter. I want to be able to, you know, fit in this dress that I couldn't fit in last year. I like using clothes as a very good indication for me, whether you're trying to build muscle or gain weight or lose fat, you know, buy a shirt or a dress or pants or whatever that is one size too big for you or one size too small for you or one, two sizes, whatever your goal might be, and then use that, you know, so that makes it more specific. You want to be able to fit in these jeans, um, you know, in three months, because obviously in order for you to fit in those jeans, you'll either have to lose weight, depending on your goal, or gain weight, depending on your goal once again. So um, tie it to something realistic versus just a number, because the number changes, your weight changes throughout the day, and um, I feel like that's where people get very, very caught up and uh, lose hope, because if you're hoping for, you know, a change in the scale, it's very easy to get disappointed because, you know, when you gain muscle, you gain weight. And it's muscle. You want muscle. So when you lose fat, you lose weight. When you lose muscle, you lose weight. So if you're always focused on the weight, sometimes you could be losing muscle that you don't really want to lose. So I'll say scrap that. Don't focus on the weight. Focus on other aspects. Focus on you. You want to be able to do a pull-up. You want to be able to run a Spartan race by the summer. Make it more applicable to your life versus just your relationship with gravity. Mm. That's the best advice I can give you for getting started. Mm. That's such a great tip, guys. And right now, if you haven't already grabbed a pen and paper, what are you doing? I mean, if you're driving, I get it. When you get back home, grab yourself a pen and paper. And I would say just seriously take notes during this episode um, because he literally just told you step for step what to do um, and how, like, what you should focus on. So, um, we oh, have... Can I, can I just interject real quick? Yeah. So, when it comes to uh, losing weight, again, I'm just going to leave this uh, or say this as one of my last few things. The amount of people who want to lose weight but never really lose weight mm. is incredible. Everybody wants to lose weight, but have you noticed how nobody actually loses weight? He's coming for you, but it's the truth. So, I mean, in my, yeah, like, people want to lose weight year after year, month after month, yeah. but nobody actually loses weight because they get they only fixated on the number. Mm. The day you start fixating on something else or you focus on something else, like, once again, you know, your performance or, you know, you fitting in those clothes... That's when things change. When you really make it like, I have to fit in this dress. I have to fit in these pants. Things change. When you make it, I have to lose weight. Well, mm. you know, you probably will always want to lose weight. What's the purpose? Yeah. And yeah. You probably won't lose weight because uh, it's just not specific enough. Mm, that's so good. That's so, so good. Okay. So I have a, actually a bunch of questions to ask you. So let's say I'm going to make up a character. We have Sarah. So Sarah's like, okay, all right, I'm listening to this podcast. I'm taking my notes. All right, you told me where to, like, what to do next and stuff. Like, get specific on my goals. Then what steps can she can she take next? Because obviously she knows what she wants. She's specific about it right now. And what is the next step from there, right? Like, they know what their goals are. What should they do next? What would you advise them to do next in 2020? So um, they're going into the year, starting off with success and on the right foot. What what should Sarah do next? Okay, beautiful. Yeah, so now that Sarah has stopped thinking about weight, she wants to fit in a dress that is two sizes smaller by May. Because once again, she has a specific goal now. The next step, I would, uh, the next tip I would give for Sarah is to start small. 
one thing I no I notice is um, well, once again, it's not from my own experience. Maybe well, mostly working with clients and just other people and trends. Everybody has very great intentions, but the thing is, they don't realize how much work or how hard mm. it can be to start with a lot of things. In the beginning of the year, everybody wants to change their diet, change a new workout plan, and do this and do that. That's so many things. And if the, my thing is, if you're not able to do something consistently for a few months, chances are you're probably not going to be consistent with doing it for a few years. So, so start small. So with Sarah, she's already set this goal. I would advise Sarah to, you know, pick, uh, start working out maybe two times a week. Mm -hmm. Don't even worry about your diet right now. Just focus okay. on something. So you either start with your workout or you start with your diet, but don't start with both. Now, you might be like, oh, but you're a trainer. Why should I start with both? Mm -hmm. Because if you haven't got a good footing or a good foundation on working out several times a week, whether it's two times a week, three times a week, and you haven't been doing it consistently, if you throw a diet into the mix, now you've added two new things. So you have to work out consistently, and then you have to eat nutritiously consistently. And you're not good at both. It's very easy to fail. You're basically setting yourself up for failure. So start small. Start with one thing, get good at it, add another thing. So start with a workout, Sarah. Start working out two times a week or three times a week, whatever. It can be 30 minutes, 40 minutes, however long you want. But start two or three times a week. Once you get good at that, you can do it for four or five weeks. And, you know, you start feeling confident, you know, because that's what happens. You know, you've been doing it consistently for a while. You feel good now. Then, you know, you can say, hey, I've already lost about five pounds. Now I'm talking about weight. I'm not talking about you know, tissue, fat, whatever, You've, she's probably lost a little bit of weight by now. Now she's feeling way more confident. She can now start working on her diet and her nutrition. So that's basically it. Then after her nutrition, she might feel like, oh my goodness, you know what? Like I've lost some weight now. My, my nutrition is a whole lot better, but I'm starting to notice, you know, maybe my cardio sucks or something. Then she can add in a little bit of cardio or if she's starting to feel a little tight, she can do some mobility or, you know, she wants to change her workout program because she feels like she's hitting a plateau, then she can change her workout program. But it all starts from consistency. If you're trying to do too many things at once, you know, you want to work out five days a week, you want to have this diet, and you still want to have a social life, it's not going to happen. It's a recipe for failure. So start small. That's the next piece of advice I can give Sarah. Yeah, that's such a great tip that you mentioned about starting small because usually during the start of the year, you see a lot of people there, they have so many goals, especially with their fitness, right? Yeah. It's like, I'm going to start keto and then start this new program. And before you know it, they, they've fallen off or, yeah. you know, and it's actually really, really sad to see because sometimes you're like, oh, like, I just want to help you and like, yeah. don't do it that way. But um, yeah, guys, like, so... For any of you guys right now, if you can relate to Sarah, um, start small. Like, you don't have to achieve, like, heaven on earth in, like, a month or two months. Yes. And um, what would you say about that? I mean, you've been training for, like, over 14 years now. And when do you think people will start to see those results that they want? Especially for females. I know, and I know you've worked with lots of females. But for females, I'm not going to lie. We want we want to see the results now. We want to see, like, you know, we want that big booty. We want a smaller waist. We want to fit into those clothes, like, much more quicker. What um, mindset tweak, not tweak, but what, like, what, what would you say to that? Because usually that's not the case, right? Yeah. And then they end up beating, beating themselves up because they're like, oh, I failed, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, B, you've only been doing this for less than six months. Like, yeah. what? Do you, what, what, like, what? Like, you can see that and be yeah. like, what? But what do you have to say? Like, yeah, what are your thoughts or, what, um, or some tips that you would have for somebody that wants like that quick, instant fix results or wants that? I'm just going to start with one of my... Uh sayings i have a lot of sayings or philosophies philosophies that i live by and one of them is easy come easy go hey. so if it comes easy chances are you'll probably lose it easily so if you ever start with a diet you know promises you're going to lose 20 pounds in 20 days mm. because you're not not that those diets don't work but if it's that simple to lose 20 pounds in 20 days guess what it's also that easy to gain those 20 pounds in 20 days or even less. Mm. I mean, when most people gain weight, it happens over a period of time. Mm -hmm. Nobody just wakes up 40 pounds heavier like yeah. in a month. It's usually, you know, it takes a couple of years. It takes a couple of months. You know, stress, you know, relationships, um, you know, 
long hours at work, it takes time, months, years. So if it takes you about 20, I mean, if it takes you about two years to gain 20 pounds, we'll say that's 10 pounds of fat gained a year. Mm -hmm. Don't expect to lose those 20 pounds in 20 days. That is very unrealistic. So it's more or less just having a conversation with yourself, looking at yourself in the mirror and asking yourself, okay, I have this goal. I wanted to take this along, but let me be real with myself. How long did it take me to get where I'm at? How long did it take me to gain this weight? If you're, I mean, if you're trying to uh, gain muscle, if, so if you're small and you're trying to get big, that's a different story. But if you're big and you're trying to get small, you have to be real with yourself. How long have I been big? How long did it take me to get big? How long did it take me to get, I'm using the word big because I don't know if you want to say fat, chubby, whatever adjective you use to describe yourself, how long did it take you to get there? And then maybe give it, you know, I'll say, um, take that number and either, if, uh, say if it took you about two years to get big, it could take you a year or six months to get small, depending on how much weight you gain. So if you gain about 20 pounds in two years, that's not that bad. You can probably lose it in about six months if you're very strict or you're very serious and you're consistent. When I say strict, I'm not saying, you know, you got to eat vegetables and chicken. I'm talking mm -hmm. about, you know, being consistent, like being strict with yourself, not um, being too, like not putting pleasure over, um, over, res uh, over consistency. You have to work hard. But once again, um, yeah, just being re have a realistic conversation with yourself. How long did it take you to get here? How long did it take you to get big? And then, you know, if it took three years, then don't expect yourself to lose that weight in three months. It's just not realistic. Um, and yeah, I've been working out for almost 15 years now. And I know for some people, when I tell people I've been working out for 15 years, I was like, oh my God, is it that, that's how long it took? No, that's not how long it took me to get my results. That's just how long I've been doing it. So initially for me, it's, I'd say the first two, three years, I kind of achieved my my goal, my initial goal uh, of when I first started working out. If anything, I surpassed it. Um, so that's it. I just continue to do it more and more, and I continue to look better and get stronger and everything. So for you, don't be too in a hurry. Easy come, easy go. Take your time. Um, that's basically it. You know, I, another or I guess a metaphor, not so much a metaphor. Think about it this way: if you've gone to school. For you to obtain a, a diploma, a high school diploma, it takes at least 12 years of education mm. just to achieve a diploma. If you're, if you're going to go into post-secondary, for you to get some sort of undergraduate degree, it's anywhere from four to six years, depending on how long it takes you. So if it's going to take you four to six years to you know get good at this thing you want to do for the rest of your life, or it's going to take you 12 years to, um, to graduate high school, Imagine how long it's going to take you to make something a part of your life. How long do you expect it to be? You don't expect it to be three months. Three months, you know, easy comp, easy results. That's not a lifestyle. So if you're talking about lifestyle, something that's going to impact you tremendously, expect it's going to take you a while. If you don't want it to impact you a lot, then it's probably not going to take you that long. But if you're serious about it and you're committed and you want it to be lasting, you want the results to be lasting, then it's just going to have to take some time. That's just the reality. And the reality or your reality may be just sitting down there, having a conversation with yourself and seeing, okay, you know what? How long do I want this goal to, how long did it take me to get here? How serious am I about this goal? And then if you can answer those two questions, you'll probably, you know, you'll be more patient. It just takes time and um, that's it. You just have to be patient. It's a journey. You've probably heard that so many times, mm -hmm. and it's the truth. Everything is a journey. You know, university, it's a journey. Um, high school, it's a journey. Your career, it's a journey. I mean, it. You don't just go to uh, to a place and you've never learned anything before, and you hope to be the CEO and have the same income as the CEO in a year. That's preposterous. So uh, wake up. If you want to look like some of those fitness people out there, it took them years. So expect to invest the same amount of time years and the more consistent you are the better it is for you because it's, your, your results are going to come a little bit quicker if you're on and off you're working out one day a week here three times a week there you know and your diet's a little bit on and off your results are going to take you a whole lot longer but if you're more strict with yourself you're more disciplined and you add the consistency oh man your results are going to just happen and you know, in six months, people are going to be looking at you like you're an entirely different person. Mm -hmm. Whether you're 300 pounds, whether you're 200 pounds, 
it does not matter. If you can be consistent for six months, you will look like a different person. And it's so true. Like, I was even while we were talking, I was thinking about Olympic, um, what do you call them? Olympic? Athletes? Uh, yes, that's the word. I was going to say, for like, <laughs> artists. Like, yeah. what? Olympic athletes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, they're in the gym training or with their coach training time and time over and over twice a day in yep. the morning while yep. your ass is sleeping, yep. you know, while your ass is out there drinking, <laughs> like they're training. And so guys, you need to think about it the same way. And, and I know how, like how that feels because at the end of the day, you want that feeling of looking good and what that gives you like, and how that will make you feel, but just trust that it will come. Like he said, you went to high school for 12 years, right? It took you 12 years and then you got that piece of paper and you achieved your goals and you got it done and you made your parents happy, hopefully. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> That's true, hopefully. but I mean, or you can go to uni, <laughs> but, um, for real, like ladies, I want you to know, um, it will come like it definitely will come. And even I'm still on my journey and it's not always linear and it's not always like things might happen. You might get sick, but just like he said, Stay consistent and just keep on going. Easy come, easy go. Literally. So. And once again, sorry, I just want to add another little. I need to stop doing this. But um, another thing it's okay. when it comes to the ladies as well too is I know as guys, we, we have this thing where, you know, we'll look mm. at another guy and then we're like, oh, I want to be as buff as him. And for guys, I find sometimes we, it actually motivates us when we see another guy bigger than us, stronger than us. For some guys, that actually motivates us and pushes us to want to be better. But for some girls, mm -hmm. um, I know sometimes, you know, uh, it makes them actually feel less of themselves. Like, they feel like they're not working hard enough, so they want to fast-track it. They want to um, cheat on their diets, or they want to, you know, be uh, eat less, or they want to, you know, do out overtrain. But basically, be consistent with what you're doing. Forget about the other girls. Forget about what other girls are doing. Forget about what other girls look like. Focus on you. This is your journey. This is your own experience. So um, that's it. Make it about you. The other people in the gym, they're, they're working on themselves. So you work on yourself. Focus on yourself. But once again, easy come. Easy, easy go. go. Literally. It takes time. Just be patient. Yeah. So um, my next question and what I wanted to ask you next is, so like I said, we got Sarah over here. She's like, all right, Nate. Like, you know, let's go. I'm ready. I got that mindset. I'm going to give it time. Um, usually like a lot of females, um, even for myself, guys, I used to be an online fitness coach and I worked with primarily women and I would be like, okay, here's your workout plan. And they're asking me, where is, um, why am I not running? Where's my cardio oh my exercises? Oh. So, um, <laughs> and I, I would be like, I'd be like, assistance. go for a walk. <laughs> That's your cardio. Go for a walk. So yeah. Sarah now is like, okay, all right, Nate, I got it. Like, I'm going to give it time. I wrote my, like, I'm specific with my goals. Um, where would you, where do I start in terms of my exercises? What should I do? My goal is to let's look good and be stronger okay. um, and have a nice looking physique. Cause mm -hmm. I know ladies, let's be honest. That's what we want at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. I mean, unless we're, if you're trying to compete, do not listen. Like this might not apply to you. It could apply, it to, could you. apply to you actually. But um, what are some like general guidelines or you would say for like, in terms of training, should they do CrossFit or should they do cardio mm -hmm. or should they lift weights or should they like go for a walk? Like what are like, where can Sarah get started? And she's like, all right, I'm ready. Let's do this. Sarah, 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 you need to do some sort of resistance training. We love you, Sarah. Yeah, I love you, Sarah, or whoever, or Ashley, or whoever's listening. <laughs> I don't know who is. I don't know what your name is. Um, but yeah, we love you. But you need to lift some weights. That weight could be your body weight. It mm. could be yourself. Um, believe it or not, but body weight training is actually severely underrated. It's hard. It's, it very, actually, it's hard. Like, it's very underrated. Most people feel like, oh, you know what? If they need to do some 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 sort of weight training, that they need to be in a gym. Um, you don't need to be in the gym. You can do stuff at your home. So you can be creative, but you have to do some sort of resistance training. And especially for women too, it is very very important. Why? Um, because as women get older, actually your chances of osteoporosis and osteoarthritis increases. And guess what helps combat that or actually help. Um, what do you call it? slow that down weight training or resistance training so 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm here to tell you right now, um, you can never and will never, ever, ever look like a She-Hulk. You will never have muscles like me. I'm sorry. If you could have muscles like me, then you can be my trainer. Seriously. <laughs> Women, you will not gain big muscles. You will not look like a man from lifting weights. Um, just be, like, stop holding yourself back. There are a lot of times, so with one of my female clients, she's she's really strong. Like, I think she can bench 100 pounds. And sometimes, you know, she's scared of benching a little bit more because she feels like she'll get bigger. Like, where, where? Like, you don't have testosterone. So, women, you don't have testosterone. Mm. Lift weights. You want to be strong, guess what? Lift weights. You cannot get strong lifting 10, 15-pound dumbbells. That's not how you get strong. It's a nice place to start, but you cannot get strong lifting 10, 15 pounds. Ladies, some of your purses weigh 5, 10 pounds. <laughs> if your bag weighs 5, 10 pounds, and you're curling or you're working with 15-pound dumbbells, I, I should start praying for you or like, you know, I don't know. It's just one of those things. Like a small dog weighs about 15 to 20 pounds. If you want to be able to hold a small dog and be able to walk with a small dog, you know, assuming your dog gets cold feet or, you know, hurt, you know, gets injured and you have to carry it like five, 10 blocks and you're only using 10, 15 pound dumbbells. Guess what? You are screwed. So lift heavy. You're not going to gain a lot of muscle. I wish you could. I mean, I don't, I don't wish you could, but it's not going to happen. Muscle doesn't grow on trees. There's so many guys in there who are trying to grow their biceps, who are trying to gain muscle, and they struggle to gain muscle. Why? It's not easy to gain muscle. So, Sarah, lift. Lift heavy. Please. That's why I'll say start. And that heavy, once again, or that lifting doesn't have to be done in the gym. It can be done with resistance bands. You can do your workouts at home. You can find a park, do some pull-ups, some push-ups, but you have to do some sort of resistance training. That is optimal. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. Um, I know some yogis or some people who are very big on flexibility will actually argue with me, um, but that's fine. They can argue with me and um, you know we'll have the argument when it happens. But resistance training, honestly, once again, it helps prevent, uh, I mean, not helps prevent, it helps delay and uh, slow down uh, osteoporosis and osteoarthritis and can actually prevent it uh, in some in some cases, in some mm. women. So I'm talking about women specifically because Sarah is a woman. Um, but yeah, that's one of the best places to start. So you can, you know, you can check out YouTube. You can look for body weight training or body weight exercises. You can look into calisthenics. All you need are some parallel bars and some dip bar or some dip bars. And that's basically at a pull-up bar. And I think you're pretty much set. You know, you can do a workout like that. And your resistance training doesn't have to be long. It can be 25 to 40 minutes mm -hmm. and that's basically it mm -hmm. nothing crazy like so if people have told you, you have to be in the gym for two hours three hours mm. that's on them maybe that's they like being point. in the gym for two three hours they have friends there that's good but sarah you can only be in the gym for 50 minutes if you want you can be in the gym for 45 minutes and make amazing results mm -hmm. but you have to do some sort of resistance training that's number one and for number two um i had a conversation with my client about this a few weeks ago and even with my wife um, over the, the summer when we were going for a few for a couple walks and I told her you know what we're doing right now we are burning fat walking is one of the best forms of fat loss but no one will talk about it why because it seems too easy and too good to be true mm. but you know it's it's one of those um, when you're working or when you're walking because it's a low impact low intensity um, type of activity, your body, so I'm just going to go into a little bit of science or whatever right now, your body does not want to use different metabolic pathways for that. It's just going to go into uh, fat oxidation because that's just one of the easiest. Your body is just going to be like, you know what, for the amount of um, energy, for the amount, basically fat stores the most amount of energy compared to carbs and your body doesn't really like using protein for energy. So we'll just say carbs and fats. So your body converts carbs uh, uh, easier and fats might be a little bit of time, but that's exactly where it comes from. Because you're going to be walking, like, we'll say, I don't know, 5 kilometers or whatever, or 40 minutes. It's low impact, low uh, low impact, low intensity. Your body's just going to say, you know what? Let's just use these fat molecules for this energy because she's not doing anything intense. When you're running on a treadmill, you're burning carbs. And while that may sound like a good thing, your muscles actually need carbs or glycogen. So, if you're weight training... Let your muscles use that. When you want to burn fat, go for a walk. You can walk on a treadmill, go for a walk with your friends. You know, if you walk, so if you work downtown, I know there's some people who work downtown and they're like, well, well, how do I walk? You know, like I work downtown. Good. 
there's those plus 15s or you know those connecting things that connect buildings to buildings go for a walk during your lunch break you know take your sneakers take the stairs you know walk up and down the stairs actually that's something i encouraged my mom to do a few years ago when she worked downtown uh, her and a co-worker would go for walks during their lunch break and uh, she really loved that and that's basically she actually lost some weight from it and then the now she doesn't work downtown so it's a little bit different but yeah it's honestly the cheapest form of exercise going for a walk and anybody can do it it's low stress low impact low intensity and you're burning fat so once again prioritize your resistance training your strength training your weight training all those first and then add in a little bit of cardio if you want and that can be in the form of walking you don't have to be running on a treadmill for 40 minutes an hour and if anybody's telling you to run on a treadmill for two hours um, fire them and talk to me and I'll coach you because <laughs> two hours of cardio is just ridiculous. Um, I've actually gotten in shape for shows doing an hour of cardio a week. And when I told mm-hmm. people an hour of cardio a week, they're like, but how are you so shredded? Because yeah. I do an hour of cardio a week yeah. and they don't, they just don't understand. But that's a different story once again. Um, yeah, just walk, be consistent, feed and grow your muscles. Mm-hmm. Your muscles will burn the calories and fat for you while you're resting while you're walking, and that's it. And actually, during this podcast, as uh, Tolu and I are talking, guess what we're using? Fat! <laughs> we're burning fat right yes, now. Yes, we are. So, honestly, it's one of those, um, fat burning is very easy, but sometimes complicated. Um, focus more on your weight training, and then just go for walks if you need to. If you want to do some extra cardio, you know, just do like 15, 20 minutes after your weight training exercises, and that's it. You know, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. An hour, I feel like, is a little excessive unless mm-hmm. that's your only workout. If you're just going to jump on the treadmill or the elliptical or the bike for an hour, then fine. Do you, be you, and that's it. If you're going to be an ultra marathon person or you're going to do a triathlon or something like that, that's different. But if you're just starting out, don't. Stick to your weight training, you know, 25 to 40 minutes, get it done. And then if you still have some energy and you feel like you want to do some cardio, just walk on the treadmill, walk around the track, walk on the elliptical, whatever the case might be. But, um, you know, 20, 25 minutes, three times a week. And honestly, you'll be, you're more likely to be more consistent with that because it's a lot easier to do. An hour of cardio takes time it's from exhausting. you. And it's boring. Yeah, yeah, it's boring. It's exhausting. You know, you'll give up after a few weeks. But if it's just, you know, 20 minutes after your workout, 15 minutes after your workout, that's easy. Yeah. That's chump change. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's such a good point that you just talked about. And like even earlier when he mentioned about you lifting weights, I, I get that. I used to think that um, about five years back. So I can relate with where you're at. But once I was like, you know what? Fuck this. Let's just try it out and see what happens. And I didn't. None of that happened to me. I sculpted my physique, my physique. And I was like, oh, damn, look at you, baby girl. Like, that's you. Your ass is sitting like so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, like, um, lifting weights will change your life. And also guys, like, it's so important what he talked about going for a walk because for myself and my work and what I do, I sit a lot. It's horrible. But, um, what I've been doing is like, before I get into my weightlifting session to warm up, I do a low intensity steady state, which is just me 10 minutes of walking on the treadmill. I barely do any cardio. Um, I do cardio probably once a week, but, um, I barely do cardio too. Yeah, we barely do cardio and you guys might be like, what? Whoa. But it's true. Like you don't have to do cardio to see the results you want. And it's all of this comes from the fitness industry and what we've been sold and we've seen on TV that you ladies have to run to achieve the physique that they want. But all of that is bullshit. In 2020, we lift in weights. We're showing the guys at the gym what's up. We lifted oh, yeah. more than them. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? And so, ladies, don't be scared. Like, you know what? Commit to yourself and be like, you know what? Yanni said to live for six months. If I don't see any results, fuck her. Fuck what she said. Stop listening to my podcast. But, also, but if you it, have to be consistent. <laughs> but you have to be consistent. Months. Yeah, you have to be consistent. Or if you get the results you want, slide into our DMs and be like, thank you. Thank you very much. I'll so, be happy. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Um, that's so, so important and literally so key what he said. Um, yeah, so now I wanted to ask you some questions about what's a, like, what are some general guidelines you would give to somebody that's like, you know what, I just want to live a healthier life. I don't want to compete. I just want to 
I just want to be happier. I want to get more movement and I want to start lifting weights. But what are some general um, healthy lifestyle tips that you would give to Sarah, a character here? Okay. Yeah. So if, we, if I'm talking to Sarah, she's like, okay, you know what? That's good. I want to lose some weight. Well, she it's not about losing some weight, but I'm just going to use that phrase because that's what everyone uses. But yeah. she wants to fit in this nice dress or whatever, you know, she wants to feel good about herself. She more wants to energy. feel strong. Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, she's not trying to compete, but she just, yeah, wants more energy. Yeah. And just wants to be healthier. Um, honestly, I'll say when it comes to um, her training, make sure you enjoy it. So make sure it's something mm, you like. Yeah. And that's why I even suggested uh, body so weight true. training. Because if you don't like working out, you don't like being in the gym, don't go to don't the gym. You can do You can stay at home. You can go rock climbing. Have you seen any rock climber with, like, weak backs no mm-hmm. i mean i've seen some rock climbers and i'm like oh you got some nice backs they have strong forms and by the way they're not jacked people at all they're not they're just regular size but they're lean they're strong because mm-hmm. it takes a lot of effort and energy to you know to pull yourself up or um or stuff like that what else um you can pick a you know you can play a sport uh and the sport can be whatever you like once again you know it can be badminton it can be dodgeball it can be soccer but be active move but once again, at the same time, I would still recommend having some sort of uh, resistance training component. So you can maybe do resistance training once or twice a week, 25, 25 to 40 minutes, and then do some other form of physical activity. And remember, the resistance training can be body weight training. It can be with bands. It can be with medicine balls. It can be anything. It can be a little bit of, I hate using this phrase, CrossFit workouts. But it can be some oh CrossFit God. workouts. Just don't do CrossFit. I'm not encouraging <laughs> you to do CrossFit. Because uh, if you get hurt, that's on you. But I'm saying, you know, you can do some um, high-intensity. I guess that's the thing. High-intensity style training. But everyone just calls it CrossFit workouts now because Ugh. CrossFit came and popularized it. But definitely do something that encourages you. If you have a baby, pick that baby up and, you know, do some stuff with the baby. Uh, just don't drop the baby. Um, you know, it can be, you know, just move, lift stuff. Um and that's basically about it. Make sure you enjoy it. Make sure it's fun. Make sure you enjoy it. And the next thing I'll say is make sure it challenges you. Challenges you. Mm-hmm. Because it's one thing to have fun. It's another to have too much fun. Remember, <laughs> the whole point is you. if you want to be able to live a better life, basically the way I see uh, my training is because of stuff that I do in the gym, I'm able to enjoy my life because what I do in the gym is so hard. I feel like my everyday life is so easy. So because of that, I can work eight hours. I can work 10 hours, whatever. I can help people move. Like I, like the last time I was helping somebody move, um, they were like, how do you have so much energy? Cause it's like, man, this couch is nothing compared to a 500 pound deadlift. <laughs> this couch is nothing compared to a 400 pound squat. So when I'm helping somebody move a couch and there's somebody else helping me, that's, you know, somebody helping me move. I don't know how much a couch weighs, but it's, let's just say it's way less than a 500-pound deadlift that you have to do for five sets or whatever. So because my workouts are challenging, when it, when it comes to real life, whether I'm going for a hike, whether I'm just going for a walk, whether it's just work, everything seems so easy compared to my workouts. So challenge yourself during your exercise program, during your regimen, so that when you're done, you know, you kind of just... You're like, oh, that wasn't so bad. And then the rest of your life is just easy. Hanging out with friends, that's easy. Well, going for a hike, that's easy. Helping people move, that's easy. You know, it's everything else is easy once you've done something that's challenging. So make sure it's fun. Make sure it's challenging. And then also stick to it. Make sure it's something you can stick to. Um, one of the first things I like, well, I shouldn't say I ask people is, can you see yourself doing this for the next three to six months? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, then don't, don't even do start it. with it. You're wasting your time. If you can't do see yourself doing it, so if you can't see yourself training a particular way for the, for the next three to six months, don't even start. If you can't see yourself doing the sport for the next three to six months, don't even start. If you can't see yourself doing cardio for an hour a day for the next three to six months, don't do it. So that's it. Make sure it's fun. Make sure it's challenging. And make sure you can be consistent with it. Make sure you can see yourself doing it for the next three to six months. And I'm just saying that for beginners, for starters. The goal is not to do it for six months. The goal is to make this a lifestyle. But ask yourself this question. With this program that I'm doing right now, can I see myself doing the next three to six months? If it's no, that means you probably don't like it. It's probably too challenging. It's boring. Whatever the case might be, scrap it and find something else. Yeah. 
Exactly. And guys, like when you're first starting out, you, like I said, you don't have to go from zero to a hundred. Ease yourself into it. Like ease yourself into it. This is a lifestyle. Like you have the rest of your life to do this, right? Like you're not competing, hopefully, um, if you're listening to this podcast, but it's not like you're competing or anything like that. This is just for your lifestyle, taking care of yourself, right? So just ease yourself into it. Um, as you go and i know earlier when we were talking you said secret so i'm gonna let you guys in on a secret too if you're a newbie so a newbie is you know those who are just starting they're newbies the beginners i say one to two to three years even like that you're still a you're still a it depends it depends like if you've been on and off on and off on and off on and off then that's different but if you're just starting and or maybe like let's just say if you haven't worked on it in six months or you're just starting brand new you have the most potential to make so much gain. You do. Like for me to make progress right now, I have to be strict and consistent to the T. Because I've been doing this for 15 years. My body is like, ah, this is old news. But for you, your body is like, whoa, what is this? What is happening? Your yeah. body is ready to, to drop die. that fat. You're ready. Your body is ready to build that muscle. Your cardiovascular endurance is ready to skyrocket. It's just waiting for you to start. So... The fact that you're a beginner, man, be happy with this because those 10-pound dumbbells are going to be 30-pound dumbbells in six months. That 95-pound squat is going to be like a 150-pound squat in six I'm telling you, like in the beginning, you have the, the, the possibility or the potential to make so much progress. The worst thing you can do is stop halfway. Stop after two months. Stop after a month just because you haven't seen the progress. So please, Sarah. If this is you, you're just starting, or it's you know you, it's been six months since you did something. Do not stop. Be consistent. I'm telling you, you have the like you have the potential to make so many gains. So please, don't stop, Sarah. We love you. We got your back. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, my next question, and I know we haven't talked about it because we said to start off nice and slow, focus on one thing. In terms of like nutrition, what are some general guidelines you would have? So let's say um, like a starting ground, like after six months from now, Sarah's like, okay, I think I got the hang of this. I have a plan I'm following. I'm lifting weights. I'm resistant training. Um, what do I do? What do I eat? Like I want to obviously have my um, diet, like my workout match, my nutrition, what are some tips or some guidelines to, um, kind of help her out? So one, the first thing I'll say is, well, so Sarah, hopefully after a few months, you kind of know what you're eating day in, day out, or at least most people typically eat the same number of foods, a variety of foods. You know, your parents usually put the same food in front of you, you know, week in, week out, month in, month out. So it's not like, you know, one week you're eating potatoes and then the next week you're eating like brown rice. No, it's usually like you're eating potatoes, brown rice, pasta, you know, the same foods. So now, Sarah, once you know what you're eating, it's just a matter of manipulating it. That's basically mm. it. If you don't know what you're eating, then that's actually one of some people's pitfalls or common struggles. Make sure you know what you're eating. It doesn't have to be what you're eating every day or whatever, but, you know, have an idea of what you usually get when you go for groceries because once you know what you usually get once you go for groceries then you can just look at your grocery list or your eating plan and say you know what i'm making good progress but i feel like maybe i should start buying oreos every month or whatever or maybe i should just you know instead of I like oh, it's I don't know what is it what's in your grocery bag, Sarah. But you chips. Know, yeah, instead of eating chips every now and then, just cut it out, you know. And that's basically it. But if you're unaware of what you're eating, because a lot of people are so preoccupied, they're so busy, they're so distracted, going by out to other eat. things. Yeah, if oh, like that's every day. that's the killer. If you go out to eat every day, it's very very hard to know because you know most people are just going out for the experience. They're not even paying attention to what they're eating. They're just like, well, I'm here with my friend. I'm here with my coworker. I'm here with my boss so they're more focused on what they're doing at the at the at the meeting at the restaurant so if you're with your boss you know you know you're, you're more worried about you know making a good impression if you're with your friends you're worried about having a good time so you might drink a little bit more you might order this dessert because your friend wants to or um, you know and that's the case might be if it's a celebration or whatever that's different but most people when they go out they're not concerned with what they're eating they're usually concerned with what they're doing so my thing is just be mindful, be conscious of what you are eating. Once you start becoming conscious of what you're eating, 
it's a lot easier to know, okay, you know what? This is where I'm struggling. This is my bad habit. Mine was Oreos for the longest time. Oreos were... Oh my god! Man, you still like, like them though? Not as much actually. I actually cut Oreos. Oreos and I had to. Uh, Oreos and <laughs> I went broke through. Up. A, went through a divorce. Oh. Every now and then, um, I'll kind of, uh, I'll kind of uh, cheat on, you know, cheat on my diet with Oreos every now and then. And I know I am. I sneak them in, and I know I'm like, oh, you know what? This is. I'm just gonna come in here and eat some Oreos. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to. I had this, uh, you know, Oreos. I told you no. Like Oreos <laughs> were literally my thing. I would eat like. So I'm just gonna, you know, go into a little. So with Oreos, I think they were about twenty, they're anywhere from twenty four or thirty two in a box, depending on what kind of box you get. I'd eat like sixteen cookies in a go right oh. away. That was oh. killing me. So yeah. I knew that for me, that but was bad. So bad. Everything else was okay, but Oreos were killing me. So for Sarah, hopefully you know what you're eating because once you know what you're eating and how much of what you're eating, you can kind of just you know take some of the stuff that you don't need. A lot of people know what they shouldn't be eating or what they need to eat less of. The mm-hmm. only thing is they're just not taking the time to sit down and be like, you know what, what am I putting in my groceries? Or what am I eating when I'm going out? If you know you eat out, you know, whether it's for work or with friends, then, you know, then that's maybe something else you can talk about. So if you go out quite a bit with friends, try to either eat before you go out with friends. So in that case, you're less hungry and you're only snacking an appetizer. So like calamari or something. Versus, you know, going for the the what it, uh, the fettuccine Alfredo because the fettuccine Alfredo is probably about two servings of pasta that Sarah you don't need you only need half or three quarters but now you're gonna have two servings of pasta and a ton of Alfredo sauce and you know the Alfredo sauce is so mm. and then to make things worse they're gonna give you a four ounce serving of salmon mm. good lord girl you know what that's gonna go to your thighs so <laughs> if you don't want all of that make sure you have a snack before you go to the restaurant because by the time you go to the restaurant you're gonna look at that fettuccine and be like ah, i can't even eat that i'm too full mm-hmm. you're only going to be snacking if you're going out with your bosses very simple or it's gonna and there's gonna be some drinking involved very simple don't drink cut out the drinking mm-hmm. yeah you might look like the one who's not having a lot of fun but remember, it's not about fun. It's about your goals. How do you want to look this year? How do you want to feel this year? Are you tired of being you know, overweight? Are you tired of feeling like crap about yourself? Living you know? the same lifestyle. Yeah, That's like, insanity. Doing the same thing over and exactly. over again, expecting different results. So you have something has to change. And you, know, you just really have to just know what you're eating. And if you don't know what you're eating, start looking at it. Start writing it down. Like, you know, in your, in your phone, um, just I, I ate you know, toast and, and peanut butter today, or I ate an apple this morning. And when I do nutrition consults with people, I find a lot of times they're not even sure of what they're eating. Some people just yeah. say, you know what? I actually just don't even have breakfast. I eat once a day. Mm. And they don't realize this until they're talking to me mm-hmm. because they're so busy trying to get everything else done. They're so busy trying to get ready for work. They're so busy trying to hang out with friends. They forget to actually put themselves first. Mm. When you start putting yourself first, mm. you know, you're more likely to know what you're eating because, you know, you maybe you either planned to eat this or you prepped some food, you know, you packed a lunch, um, you know, or you knew you're going to be eating this or you're going to go to this restaurant or whatever but if you're not taking care of taking care of yourself you're not planning ahead so you're kind of just going where the wind blows you and that is definitely a struggle for a lot of people so if you're one of those people you don't plan you don't know what you're eating start right now start looking at what you're eating how much you're eating and then start eliminating some stuff that you know you shouldn't be eating and if you don't know what you shouldn't be eating and that's good if you already have if you if you're already writing or tracking what you're eating, then you can ask somebody else like myself or some other nutritionist or something, um, and say, hey, you know what? I this is what I eat. Um, I'm not getting the results I want. So what do you think I should do? Should I eat less of this? Should I eat more of this? And they'll be able to give you a better solution. But if you don't even know what you're eating, then that makes things a little bit challenging. And another reason why it makes things challenging is. If you don't know what you're eating or how much you're eating and somebody gives you a meal plan, you you're not going to you could be eating more than what you're currently eating or less than what you're currently eating and it could be another problem of its own or because you don't even know what you normally eat, you may not even stick to the food food plan because if you're not used to eating broccoli and celery and broccoli and celery is in the meal plan, you're not going to stick to it. 
But if you know you're used to eating broccoli and not celery, it's very simple. You can just say, hey, you know what? Can I eat broccoli instead of celery? Mm-hmm. And most likely, like, yeah, of course you can eat broccoli instead of celery. Mm-hmm. And, you know, small little changes can happen like that. So know what you're eating and then um, make some small little tweaks. Um, eliminate some stuff that, you know, you shouldn't be eating or should eat less of. And uh, be very, very conscious of when you're going out. Um, because once again, when you're going out, most people are focused on the activity, the intent behind what they're going out versus the food that they're ordering. Um, so when you're going out, you know, it's not about just the socializing. It's about, you know, 2020, it's about looking good in that, you know, in that sundresser. You know, you want to look good in that dress. Hey. So uh, when you're going out, don't so- just eat the everything your friends are eating. Don't go for the dessert. You know, I'm sorry that cookie and ice cream can, can wait. You know, let's... Yeah, let, let's be serious about it. So be conscious, be more aware, and track things. Mm, yeah, and like that's so, so important. And sometimes too, um, something I used to tell my clients as well is you don't have to eat everything on the plate. Oh, sometimes know. you can take it home with you. Like, because um, serving sizes are huge, right? And sometimes when you're with your friends socializing and you're not conscious, you just like down 1,500 calories in one meal. Like, mm. you know, that's, that's a lot. But um, yeah, like Nate mentioned, awareness is key and also when he talked about you looking at what you're eating come from come at it from a place of um not judging yourself but awareness like what am i eating right it's not for you to judge yourself because sometimes i know we could get in the headspace of like oh that's bad no No, just be just being like you just want to know what you're eating don't put meaning to it and i mean you've been eating this way anyways so don't make yourself feel bad about it right now because you know what change is coming right and also easing yourself into it right and so you know like i said i'm always going to repeat this you don't have to go from zero to 100 no, it's a lifestyle it's a lifestyle yeah. you got you got a whole like you got years to go doing this so just ease yourself into this so yeah um nate just dropped a whole bunch of tips on here um for you guys like just in the new year um for 2020 and i hope you really took notes because this episode was just jam-packed full of so much knowledge um so you better be taking those girl so what we're gonna move on to now is some rapid fire questions and so i will be asking you three questions three to four we'll see but we're gonna first start off with what is three books that have impacted your life oh man um i know it's hard i've read quite a few books in the past few months so i'll say one uh there's one by dr wayne dyer someone i gave you i love him the power of intention yeah the power of intention that book was like very very powerful for me the power of intention by uh Wayne Dyer, um, How Successful People Think by John Maxwell. Oh. And then, oh, man, a third one, a third one. I'd have to say Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Oh, I've been wanting to pick up that book. book. Oh, you do? I've been wanting to pick uh, it up. And for me, the reason why that book was kind of powerful is so when I went into um, my, so when I went into fitness and everything and coaching, I just did it, but I didn't really think about my why. And uh, there was some, a period where I struggled with, you know, why am I still doing this? And then I read the book, and I was like, man, I wish I'd read this book before. So, so like, there was quite a lot of insight in there. So Damn, I'll say those, those three books. Um, yeah, The Power of Intention, um, The Habits of Successful People, or How Successful People Think, sorry. And um, Start With Why. I'll say those three books right now. Um, yeah, we'll see. Those three books. Those those three for now, yeah. Awesome. And I'll leave those guys in the show notes in case you wanted to check them out. Um, Favorite type of coffee? Ooh, Fratello coffee. Analog serves this coffee. Really? What kind of coffee is it? I think it's Fratello. Well, Fratello is a company that does Fratello beans or whatever. Yeah. um, Is it Italian? It sounds Italian. I don't even know. All I know is Analog. Are they the only place you know of that has it? Yeah, that has it. There are a few different. I um, want to try it. There's an Analog in the Northeast by King's Fitness where I train up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's actually the the warehouse where they do Oh, where they make it. So when I go there, it smells just like coffee beans all the time. Mm. I love the smell. Um, It's Fratello Coffee, but Analog. Yeah. The 
cafe, I guess, is yeah. the one that has the coffee so, so good. Oh, uh, so, so I want to go check it out now because I love coffee, and guys. And the second one, I'll say my second coffee that I'll say I like is Russell. Russell's coffee. Russell? Oh, Russell. Is it R-O-S-S-O? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, say Russell, Russell a, but... Uh, well, Rue, I think, would be a new, but Russell Anyways. coffee is... Oh, that's my second. Cool I second. like their coffee, too. Yeah. It's actually really, really good. Amazing. And your favorite quote of all time? My favorite quote of all time. Oh, I have so many quotes that I live by. Um, but like, if you had to pick one right now, which one's jumping at you right now that's like, talk about this one? I'll say nothing worthwhile comes easy. Mm. That's one thing. And I mean, that also goes, uh, it also ties in. So that's one of my, I don't know who it, who said it. I know my mom has said it to me several times. I read it in a book. But basically, nothing worthwhile comes easy. And I feel like, in order for you to be successful or reach a place in life where you achieve some sort of success, whatever that looks like, whether it's achieving a fitness goal, a financial goal, yeah. relationship goal, um, it requires effort and mm. time. And because of that, it is not easy. T- giving time or you know, creating time to invest in yourself, to invest in someone else, it's not easy. So nothing worthwhile comes easy. I mean... Um, I use the, the, the analogy of, you know, it takes 12 years to earn a high school diploma. It takes four to six years to earn a post-secondary degree. I don't think a lot of people would say that that was definitely easy. No. Um, just like, you know, um, relationships, marriage, friendships, mm. nothing worthwhile comes easy. Yeah. If something is meaningful, if something is uh, tangible, if something is worth it, it will require work. You cannot just expect it to just fall on your lap and stay there if it falls on your lap it's probably gonna roll off your lap it's probably gonna fall off your lap too but if you chase something you work hard for something mm. or you will enjoy it you know you'll cherish it so much more um mm. you know working hard to earn a million dollars versus being given a million dollars it's a different when mm. you sweat to get that car you know to buy your first house and yeah. that's the fruit of your labor it's so much worth it so that quote for me nothing worthwhile comes easy has to be arguably my favorite quote um where there's been times when i've been down or just times where i've wanted to give up um that quote comes back in my head and reminds me you know what nothing worthwhile comes easy so i just you know tie my shoelaces and i just keep walking i just keep pushing and that's basically it so yeah guys this is so so good because like i think this is actually speaking to me like you were meant to say this because today earlier before i was driving here i was feeling stressed the fuck out like what the fuck am i doing blah 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 and then like as i was climbing up to your staircase i actually thought about that i was like tolu guys my middle name's tolu but i know yanni tolu whatever same human being um (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i was thinking about that i was like tolu like it's supposed to be this way like you're not supposed to have everything figured out like this like you know yes you would like to have a virtual assistant right now yes you'd like to have all these things to take it off your plate so you can just chill the like feel feel like you have time and you're not always doing something but wow and yeah for me i mean i know um when i've gone through that tough time or whatever and i've figured something out it um it was something that added to my personality my character i learned something from it so everything that was tough that i overcame um was just a an opportunity for me to learn and to grow so um that's arguably my favorite quote i mean also the whole easy come easy go you can also say it's very very similar you know so um your new year's goals this year if you want it bad it's going to take time it's going to take effort so Mm. it's not going to be easy nothing worthwhile comes easy Mm, that's so so good all right guys like um this has been such a blast for me and i just wanted to bring nate on here on the podcast to just share his knowledge um with you guys at this time because i know there's a lot of like go 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 energy up in the space like it's january 2020 right like i know you guys want to go out there and crush it and so do i too right like it's a new year it's a new decade but i wanted to bring him on here to just kind of help you guys throughout your journey throughout that process and so um go ahead and plug yourself tell them how they can find you how they can work with you and um all that good stuff like where can they find you in the interwebs or in real life like let the people know like what it is you do and how you can help them freaking just thrive and be their best selves 
So in real life, you do not find me, I find you. <laughs> I like, I like staying a, a little bit hidden, or because uh, I I'm quite a per, I'm quite a public person, so I like having my alone time. So in real life, if you do find me, talk to me because you may not find me. Um, otherwise, if you're really really looking for me, come look for me in the gym. That's probably where I may be training clients or working out. But what gym? Uh, King's Fitness. So King's Fitness is where I do my training. But if you want to get in contact with me. My social media um, is Nathaniel Agoye. That's my Instagram and that's my Facebook as well too. So uh, definitely shoot me a message there. Add me. Um, you know, tell me that you heard uh, that you heard me on this podcast. Otherwise, I'm not going to know who you are, and I may not add you back because I don't just add back random people. So um, you know, send me a message. Hey, I heard you on the podcast. You know, tell me what you liked about it. But once again, it's Nathaniel Agoye. A-G-O-Y-E, and that's on Facebook and Instagram. And same thing, if you want to uh, work with me as well too, just send me a message via Instagram or via Facebook, Nathaniel Agoye, once again, and that's it. I'll be able to send you some questions, whatever, and you know we can get chatting from there, and I'd love to get to know you and know more about you. But that's it, Nathaniel, A-G-O-Y-E, very, very simple. Look me up, Instagram, Facebook, and if you want to be a creep, come find me at King's Fitness. <laughs> If you're lucky. I'm not going to tell you what time I work out. So, uh, yeah. And when I work out, I wear long sleeves and uh, hoodies. So, you might not even see the gains. But that's it. Yeah, guys. So, you heard him. And I'll also leave all of this in the show notes. The girl's up to date with the times. I got you. I'll make your life easy. But, yeah. It's been such a blast having you on the podcast. And I'm sure this is not going to be the only time. Um, so, yeah. No, not for... No, it's definitely... Like, I'd love to do this again. Thank you for having me. Oh, anytime. And I hope you guys have a beautiful morning, day, evening, whenever you're listening to this. And I'll see you in next week's episode. Bye! <laughs>